0: I'm gonna sh- right right go around the town, up in my way, a mush, will be making a sound, he's know which where I'm from, run till we making it out. Hey Round till we making it out. look, going around the town up in my way a mush, nigga well,
1: be making a sound. Introduce ourselves now that we've started. <laughs> <laughs> oh, pictures, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a couple man, more like five or ten. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> we've been at it for a little while. What's up everybody, this is Hoser, Juice Podcast. What is this, the last episode of the second season? Yep. Very last nice. episode of the oh, my, second season. Hell yeah, let's my. get it. And always with me is Juma.
2: And Frankie.
1: Isaac. And today we got takeover. What's was good takeover. What's
2: up, man? You got to pat it on Isaac, man. When yeah. Isaac says his name, there needs to be a camera that yeah. points <laughs> pa- points at him. All right, bro. The
3: next upgrade, bros, we're gonna get like a fucking like one of those three sixty cameras.
2: That'd be cool. I mean, you don't I'll have to like it. i get to, that. Yeah,
1: that ESPN one. Oh yeah, yeah it doesn't have to tight. be on you just at all times. Right? Just, yeah. it just oh, <laughs> circulates the whole building.
2: God. Yeah. Well, yeah, man. I go by the name of Takeover. Uh, I guess this is my first official time here, but I was you know kicked it with Vista and the homies last. Two three weekends ago? I don't remember. It was like three weeks ago. It was awesome. Yeah. That was fun. And obviously we talked about it. New right. space. So congratulations to you guys. Yeah, That's you a big accomplishment. Yeah, man, man. Thank so, you, man. Of course, man. <laughs> Happy to be here. Last you guys, last se- last episode of season two. Mm-hmm. It's an honor to close it out. Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah, dude. Uh speaking of the show, how you had a great performance, dude. Thanks, man. No, Juma, man. Juma showed all well, actually, all you guys showed a lot of love after. So it was cool. But no, it was um I had fun. I, I had a lot of fun. It was a great night. It was just a, uh, I just I think just knowing FTD Productions and I've gone there taking photos for another artist. So just knowing the potential that just the facility that it holds, and just the sound quality, the production quality there. Knowing that there's a stage, and knowing that my homie Rock One, who's been with me for like oh since I started, we've been just putting a set together. It's like man, like we talked about last time, a twenty minute set. I Twenty minute sets are fun. I don't want a thirty minute set. I like, you know what I mean, just to prepare for that. But having him there, and obviously my, a couple of my friends that pulled up, so it was great. You no, know? and then knowing Vista, trusting me, and just booking me, always showing love. It just felt like the right moment. Mm-hmm. So it was good. I'm glad you. I'm glad you guys were there. And Hell I'm honestly yeah. happy that we're talking about it. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, now it's like I don't. You don't want to go home and be like, "Oh, bro, like you know, cool." I have footage of the show, but then there's actual people who you guys who were got there and got to well. experience it. And I think for me too, like in a very selfish way, it's good for me because I feel now I have concrete feedback and just actual, I could, like you, I'm going to use this interview like crazy because I feel like it's going to help me really just solidify how I view myself and what I could do with this. So thank you guys for really, you know, being experiencing it with me and also being there and, you know, obviously taking the, me being able to take the advantage of talking about it. So yeah, it was a fun night.
1: Hella. Yeah. yeah, man. If you could talk about your set list though, what songs were you performing?
2: Uh, so I opened up with Self Worth. Usually I, I haven't performed that song probably since I dropped into as 18. I uh, opened up with that. Went to a song called Mr. Plow with uh produced by Speaks Geek, he's in Pomona. Uh, you guys mentioned Siamese, uh, he does a lot of my production, so he produced Southworth. Mr. Plow was produced by Speaks Geek, then after that, I go into Fantasy Interlude and, and I kind of talk about that music that phase where during quarantine where I dropped a few projects. so... It went from Mr. Plow to my song called Fantasy Interlude. And then from Fantasy Interlude, we went into Walking Dead, which I think a lot of people were very happy with that performance, man. That's my bread and butter. Siamese produced that as well. Then we go into Birds in the Distance. No, I'm sorry. After uh, Walking Dead, Smoking Mirrors. Uh, I love that song. And the only reason why I actually performed that, my homie Mario pulled up and uh, he went to a, a show where I actually headlined it for the first time in LA. And I was originally supposed to perform it, but for some odd reason, just didn't happen. So he was like, yo, if I go, you have to perform this. So I was like, oh, yeah, man, my homie wants to go and he wants me to perform something. So yeah, we did, then we did "Birds in the Distance, which I really do enjoy that song. It's fun to perform. I think it gives me like another chance to really kind of just grab my, you know, when I rap. So I love that song and ended up with a new song that hasn't even been released yet. Uh, I don't even know what the song is called, it's not even just recorded. I mean, I've have some rough takes, but it doesn't have a name yet. It's produced by uh, J- No Jace, No Case from San Bernardino. He was at the uh, Season Fest, uh, okay. Slay, uh, slow, sl- uh, slow Mafia, S- Slay Mafia. I
0: actually don't remember who
2: that is. Uh, they You're performed inside the building they had a big group it was they were lit. okay yeah they were so they were did, you guys man, were doing man. the podcast there was a we bunch didn't get of them, to interview them all, think, oh so. no yeah, man you, know. you next time i'll i'll send you the instagrams bro it's a great group man <laughs> okay. such was that no i was just saying okay oh yeah such a great group they were just amazing so i filmed for them once and uh what i ended up doing was instead of paying i was like man i need to beat okay like, you know let's, let's let's send me something and He played, I played the first 30 minutes of it all, 30 seconds of it. I didn't even know towards the end was the guitar outro and just a switch up. And I didn't even know I'm, I'm at the house smoking weed and put on the monitors. And I'm like, oh, crap, like there's there's something to this song. And I know, Juma, you mentioned that the darkness, but the keys being very melodic or having a bright presence. I just felt I feel very frustrated when I hear that song. So I was like, how do I convey frustration? What's going on in the world? You know, we're going on through some crazy stuff right now. And, you know, sometimes I don't really want to, I don't want to try to be politically correct. So I, sometimes I don't want to say how I really feel or certain words that, you know, just, to, you don't want to, you know, hurt too many people's feelings this day and age. It's a sensitive time. So yeah, I was like, how do I convey how I, re- I want to say certain things maybe right now is not the best place in time to say this so how do I carry that frustration into a song and like I don't even know like the second verse there's not even a verse written I'm just like how do this is a an electrified song sometimes words you don't need really verses maybe just repeat something everybody's gonna bounce when the shit drop everybody bounce when the shit drop and I was just like it just came out of freestyle when I was rehearsing it one day and I'm like Yo, this is cool like if i get at the right crowd at the right time i can really make some magic happen with it and just transitioning into the guitar would you believe the mantra it's a fun song it's a very it's a beautiful song so i'm excited to get that going but it was a fun set list putting together originally uh i wanted to take full advantage of the 20 minutes and it was i felt weird because You know, someone gives me twenty minutes, I'm gonna try to go twenty-two minutes. Mm. And then some of the other opening art acts, you know, it was kind of weird because I was like, yo, they're not taking it's like three songs, four songs. I'm like, they don't even feel long songs. I'm like, okay, so then now I'm in my head, like, okay, maybe I shouldn't have planned for twenty minutes. But I'm like, no, bro, like you got the green light for twenty, so take advantage for twenty, man. You know, it's like it I wanted, you know, ten minute sets are cool. You can't really You got two songs at most, maybe three if you know how to, if you don't want to talk. And I'm learning that sometimes, you know, if I do have to say certain things for certain songs, something that I've learned to do over time. So when I got 20 minutes, I was like, cool, let's talk about it. Let's talk about this song, how this song came about. So it was a beautiful set. And Rock One, just being able to have him with me, he's seen me perform probably, probably half the 20 30 times that total seeing me so here get, know, it kind of get knows like how i like things done so having a man run my set for the first time and it was fun so it was just i wanted a performance that i didn't have to think about i didn't have to stop and tell the dj run it back or let's mess with the volume like we already know these songs we rehearsed it we spent about four to five hours a week of just running it back running it back and i think it showed so, yeah it was fun
1: yeah man you came in we saw you walked in and i was like man he's ready oh yeah (laughs) i was like man he's ready
2: i was ready man i i I tried just to i I mean i want to be professional as i can be with this and i try not to i mean i do smoke but i even try not to smoke before performance not that i'm opposed to it. it's just i really want to hone in on my vocal cords and my you know my vocal strength and not smoking helps a lot so, i mean don't get me wrong like i'll have some edibles the edibles help a lot actually with just being comfortable which is how what i want to it makes me relax and it's fun being relaxed up there but i'm glad that you said that because i want that to be known like that's what speaking of takeover that's kind of like the thing of it all It's just i'm here to take over like once the mic's in my hand no disrespect to nobody else these are my 20 minutes and no one else can have this and I'm even, like, so I, I'll share it with the people I'll feature with. Oh, yeah, bro, come through. But if I don't know you, there's been times where people are like, oh, bro, like, share your set with me. I'm like, no, this is my set. This is yeah. me right here. So Yeah, it was fun.
1: It was nice.
0: And then even just uh, jumping into, because we met you at Season Fest. You met me yeah. a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, we talked about it last time on, you know, your, like, brief appearance with, like, doing both photography and, mm-hmm. like, rapper side, you know? how is it with like possible like even do you like taking your performance as like even like someone to get you footage and like you know like what you could do better as an artist how do you even do you ever put yourself in like in a perspective Mm -hmm. as like you know like as a fan yeah even judge yourself
2: oh i do there's um there i you i used to hate watching footage of me perform but then i'm like Mm -hmm. okay you hate it what do you have to do better And you get to a point where you study yourself. Like, what are you doing with your arms? What are you doing with your body language? And, you know, when you rehearse, sometimes you just kind of just go through the motions. But this time I had to be very intentional with rehearsing because I'm like, yo, I'm on a stage. I've never really, I mean, I've been probably on a stage like this high. But no, this is an actual, this is a stage. This is real stage height. You're going to be looking down at people when usually like with poetry, people are sitting down when usually hip hop events, there's a little small stage and there's really not too many monitors or nothing like that. So I already know going into this event performance, like you have all these tools to your advantage. So use them. So rehearsing just with that had to be very intentful. So I do like my girlfriend, she'll have my camera, so she'll record everything. So I'll play it back. Cool. i could have done this better but i feel like this set watching and i'm like yeah it it, Mm. i really did everything like even the detail of a one song in the first song self-worth i talk about how even if the ground falls you'll probably see me stumble but then i'll rise like i actually like make an effort to actually like crunch down and actually mimic the idea of me coming up and like i'll point to the mic and especially like walking dead like There's points where I'll purposely like hold my hand in an awkward position, almost like I'm dead, like a zombie. So, yeah, I try to craft it very hard. I try to watch it back as much as I can because I I want that. And I think Kanye West said this, like he'll never, ever, you you know, you'll never, you too, like you'll never see yourself actually perform like you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you could watch a video back of it all, but I'll never see my own flesh and blood perform in front of me. I'll only see a product of a phone or a camera. And that kind of just like, you know, it kind of hurts a little bit because like, you know, I can't really see myself perform. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, it's like make sure these people go home knowing who you are, even if it's just one person, because Mm -hmm. that one person could tell somebody else. Then it turns into five people. So I I try to take I want to I want my performance. My performance is all my bread and butter. Like I still need to do better studio work, but I spent so much time performing that. I just i i love it it's fun mm-hmm. it's
1: good shit
0: all right
2: um so i noticed that like um
3: you know i asked you the other day um what would you specify your music like, mm-hmm. in what genre would you put it would you say you'd put in like the psychedelic like
2: now that you think about it yeah i someone even mentioned it too i posted the birds in the distance recap and they asked who made this i like, got oh, my voice i mean she was it's very psychedelic and yeah i really do like that i do like the psychedelic sound and i feel Going back to like the song deceased I had mentioned, it does have that trance psychedelic yeah. feel to it. And there's a some actual project that I'm working on called, called "Go Ask Alice," and the whole concept is taking. So the home my homegirl Alexi, she's from Long Beach. Her her production just strictly makes beats. Like I haven't never even heard an artist rapping over her stuff yet. Uh, the reason why I feel like I could, because I think poetry, like I as a poet, I could. There's it's not the i need ambiance yeah. you know what i mean so the her project the project we're working on is called go ask alice and it's literally just a psychedelic experience of just ambionic music with just me breaking down poetry stuff so i th- i would th- highly say psychedelics as it's it's weird i don't really go out of my way to listen to psychedelic music right but i would say that my music does have a lot of psychedelic sounds like i remember um i don't know if you guys know steven from oh that's filthy I'm from Long Beach. Uh, he listened to my music and we sat down and He's he does some A&R work and we we're breaking down Set Your Soul Free and we we're listening to it. He said, your your music's cool, but I feel like you just make music for stoners. And I was like, I'll take it. Like, I'll take it because, you know, you're going to sit down and really like, especially with like Siamese's production, it gives you that eerie, I have, it's like a listening experience. And so I think psychedelic does come into play because it's, when you're on especially when you're on a psychedelic and you're listening to things it's a different frequency that's cool i'll take the comparison i'll take that
3: Mm. yeah because i was telling juma like during your set like Mm. i was telling him i was like some of your songs um i think it was either walking dead or the one after i can't remember but i remember it sounded like two different songs at one point Mm. like i didn't even know that realize it until you transition to the next song because like you're saying that's tight in the beginning of most of your songs you're explaining like what you're feeling like how you made Mm. it how it like came to be mm-hmm. so that's when i realized like wait that was one song that you just played you didn't play <laughs> two different songs bro. you just you're barely transitioning transitioning into the next song bro. i
2: think it might have been probably smoking mirrors and Mirazin because there's a part where the beat just switches up yeah and the flow switch up and yeah the, entirely yeah yeah the switch up and the outro of that song is a very just i'm just like yeah, I love that that yeah, 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 I love that one. It's funny because that I—that's the first time I did it perfect too. Mm. Like I, I, like there's times when I listen to, when I perform perform certain songs, and then when I listen to the actual recording that's out, I'm like, damn, I wish I would have done this differently. And I've learned that sometimes I perform their live performances for a reason. There, you could improv it as much as you want, and you could changed i mean one day I, that was a perfect day for me maybe next time i perform that song i might do something completely different right that's what i do love about live performances and that having that access to that so i'm glad you like that because i really wanted to stand out that night like, i think you know it's really that point in my career where it's how do i you know coming off of dropping two projects well technically two projects and a single during during two-year phase of quarantine how do i kind of quote unquote stay relevant or but how do I you know not get so caught up in what everybody else is doing but how do I solidify myself so that performance was a lot to me it meant a lot so that's good that it kind of left that impact
3: yeah no I'm not sure. that's good though that you yeah. wanted it to be like that because you got what you wanted <laughs> <laughs> because to me at least you stood out for the night
2: Good, that's what I wanted, man. No, it was it was cool cuz there was it was there was good art. It was it was yeah, good, no, it was good it was honestly a good lineup, yeah,
3: everybody, I was
2: everybody like I was like damn, like everybody brought their it was A game. Yeah, it was a great turnout. It was. Yeah, honestly like I was like, even, I was like damn cuz even I so had listen, six or seven of my people. You had you bro, you packed the house out.
0: Nah, it's brother, I only brought, so it, it just seems that way because I'm with the guys that do the podcast, and then I had two people that performed with me. I
2: mean, still, like, there was so, like, when I saw your I was like, like them, you know? damn, it's popping
1: in here. Yeah, yeah was, but when cool. you came on, though, no, everybody, no, did, every, everybody did go inside uh, this, no, but, yeah. but like, that was like the time where people were. Yeah, it was, it was more beginning. showing up. It was yeah, the beginning yeah. of people like actually. I was like there.
0: third on the stage. Yeah, yeah well,
2: sure even I think it. even the beginning, I was kind. Of, I was
0: happy. I mean, yeah, obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. the guy, oh, what's his name, uh, like, up. My bad, I'd turn her up, But like the the lady, uh, the owner, she like invited us in. When her like husband, oh, when her husband was on hey, stage, I, he killed it, man! And that like kept him, everybody, inside yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah, yeah, setup, everybody inside. yeah, that was like a he setup, bro. That was a setup. He did a, he yeah, did a bro. He went crazy.
3: I was
2: like, dude, this honestly, I had to dab him up after. I was like, bro, like you, I mean, because you know you hear that hip hop is a young, old, a young man sport, and here you got the OG. Like, I'm gonna be. I mean, I don't know if I mean I'm not opposed to people rapping over the vocals like that teach their own. I don't know if he did that, but he sounded really good. His performance, I mean, he did his thing. but just listening to him rap, I'm like, bro, you got you got bars, you have subject matter, you have flow, you have cadence, you have like you damn bro, like kudos to you. Like it's not easy, let alone yeah. at that age to really go on stage mm-hmm. when you're kind of the older man of the crowd when hip hop so that was mad respect for him. Like doobie Dean, doobie Dean, doobie Dean. I remember yeah, That was I was a there good set go. list, Yeah. I get to go back to I left my I left my mic stand there. I got to go get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn. I want, It's like not. See, now. When did that, you
3: realize it? When did you realize Well, so
2: this is what happened. So <laughs> we weren't supposed to leave. My goal was to stay the whole night, mm. especially support Vista, man. Like, he's always showing me love in it. So before that, um, mom, if you're listening to this, you know, sorry. Uh, mom loves to listen to myself. She gets upset when I do have edibles, you know, marijuana, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I had some edibles before it's my natural. show. Right. It's natural. It's organic. We adults, right? Nice. We, are, we are adults. We are adults. We are adults. So I had some before, you know, loosened me up, and then no, I think I had some like at four or five p.m. because I started getting pre-show jitters. So I was like, yeah. let's just let me just mellow out. <laughs> when I get pre-show jitters, I've learned to put Go DJ on by Lil Wayne. Everything changes. Just damn. And I've been listening, to li- right? I've been listening to a lot of Lil Wayne again, and I'm like, I think this is what I need. Just that Lil Wayne in me just to go. It's like yeah, that's what I need in my life right now that confidence that I'm bumping Lil Wayne. So then after the performance, so I had some like at four, then like an hour before my set, I had a few more. Got done with the set, I was fine. But towards the end, I think with Billy, on, oh bro, his set was amazing. Yeah, I bro, got to a for it. bro, he killed that it. I was, I was hands down throat, I was impressed. I was like, I mean, I heard his music, but seeing him and just how like he performs that song he opened up with too. I was yeah. like, damn, you're, I was like, you're special. He, that was a special set he
0: just comes across reserved yeah and then you see him perform. Yeah. it's like damn it's, it's like cool yeah, yeah. that's yeah. you man you know yeah. like that was both of them are him but like that's like a whole other side no yeah. it was yeah. beautiful yeah. man yeah. So, hey, going crazy
2: so then then you know at that point the edibles really started kicking in and then you know everybody else i was with was kind of like a little too high and we had a long drive home so it was like do we just go? You know, you don't want to leave, but then at the same time, it's like, you know, it's getting late. You know, maybe we kind of do smoke. you in the room. you in the room. Yeah. Kind, of, kind of, you guys are sitting down there. Like, I don't, I didn't drive. I came with my homies. I don't want to be a, you know, you guys have to stay. And they're like, uh, we kind of want to get going, get some food. It's about a 45-hour drive home. It's late. I'm like, all right. Well, so, and then I was about to get in the car, but then I'm like, damn, I already walked out the building. And so two other people that were there they were complimenting the set, and then they offered me a beer. So we're talking, chopping it up for, like, another five to ten minutes and my friends are still waiting for me. And I'm like, oh, my mic stand. And I'm like, okay, let me go get it. But I was like, bro, if I have to go in right now, if someone's performing, I don't want to go on stage and grab it. That's disrespectful. Yeah. I was like, just take care. I'll go home and go. You're going on Tuesday the area, but unfortunately, they were closed today. So I was like, bro, just – if you ever, I mean, I was gonna hit, hit a vista like, hey man, if you are ever around the FTG, can you pick up my mic stand for mm, me? Yeah, you should. Oh, yeah. yeah, I am. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that's gonna be my special mic stand because yeah, yeah. that was a good performance. That's the second time I leave a mic stand though. Damn, I, dang, sure. yeah. I gotta stop yeah. doing see, that, bro. See that you should have I should have. <laughs> right, I should have. Yeah. Right. No, don't say that. It's it's. I love performing with the mic stand though. Like it's <laughs> it's kind of like my grounding factor because mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes like you know you get like with the adrenaline's going. You, when, especially when I first started, like you, you're you're aware of where you're at, but you're not at the same time because you have to process your lyrics. I mean, you don't. Not I'm not trying to say process, but you have to process the moment. You know, you got people staring at you. You feel people staring at you. There's
3: a lot going on. There's a lot going
2: on. You got the mic. You have to watch for the cord. You have to hear the sound. And then oh, I gotta make. Oh, I got. Oh, I'm supposed to. Oh yeah, hold up. Before what I be, do. Oh, then oh, I left my mic stand. But it was just so much. And after shows, like I'm thankful you guys pulled me out of the room because. After I perform, I need like five to ten minutes to just who Bro, mm. that adrenaline spike, man, it's scary sometimes. I'll be up like 2 a.m. 3 a.m. after a show. Like that's all like in that in that song. Like you hear me say, like, um, Mr. Plow, damn, I got 10 shows, another 10 sleepless nights. Damn. That's like the thing. It's like, I'm not I mean, obviously it's deeper because like, you know, just thinking, I hope I can make it big by the end of the night. But after a show it's like my adrenaline is on a whole different level that it's hard for me to sleep. I used to see like four or five donuts after show sometimes. Yeah. I had to stop doing that though, but it it the the sugar crush just a knockout. There's so much sugar high that my body just crashes. But then my family is, like, you know, prone to diabetes. So I'm like, yo, you should be doing that. You yeah, know, just five, like, five donuts is crazy, yeah, it's, it's crazy, yeah. bro. Yeah, it's crazy, I man. I, like, right. I can get, like, two or three, bro. I,
3: like, I can knock
2: no, out two or like, right three, right three easy. Ooh, glazed donuts? donuts? <laughs> you know? No, I'm
0: smacking those, <laughs> No, that's what I'm saying. I can do two or three easy, bro, but I'll five, bro, that's kind of crazy. see Yeah. But the thing about those...
2: Damn, all right, I'll, I'll smack those, bro. All right, I need Well, because of donuts, especially fresh. Fresh, yeah, okay, yeah, pressure is different, yeah. especially you the, know, about the late oh, night. Oh
3: yeah, runs, late
0: <laughs> night runs for Christmas. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a, a late night runner. <laughs> spot, <laughs> this bro. was
1: just—I mean, I drove, bro. I was, I was oh, driving geez. to my home. What was it? Two weeks ago? Just like three, three in the morning. He's like, "Hey, stop by the Seven 11 I'm like, "All right," he's gonna go like pick up something. Four comes out with a Slurpee, dog. Three in the morning. Hell yeah, dude. Man. Jack in
0: the Box cheesecake, you hear me? Oh, those, have you, oh yeah, one. when they're a dollar, bro, i that's mean, like late night, night, two or three one, No, like, no yeah, do this. Jack
2: in the Box, the Oreo milkshake, and get the, the churros. And throw the churros Let's in eat there, bro. the churros, too. And eat the churros together. No, I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah, yeah bro. Knows. I'm yeah. telling you. try. I try it. I got to see. I will. I got to I'm going to say, bro, I'm going to go. I'm going to go right now, like the Krispy Kreme donuts, like, bro, I could probably eat a a lot of them, they're because they're thinner, but yeah. you go to your mom and dad's donut shop. Yeah, that's that, true, bro. Really, it sucks because like I get off the freeway. You got have you? You guys know what Baker's is? It's no. like uh, it's a it's a oh wait yeah I do it's, it's like um, it's like blue and orange. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah. So the right but right off of Citrus, where I get off the freeway, where I live, I got Baker's and I got a twenty four hour donut shop. So 2 a.m. getting home from a show, yeah. let's go to a donut shop. So not that is things. right by the
0: house, man. If it's like, like at a mom and pop, I'm a I'm an old-fashioned place. I like mm. old-fashioned. Mm. Really? Yeah, that's my shit.
1: Yeah, we fucking with maple bars. Yeah, okay, I like you know. it. I mean, maple bars. Apple, bar. apple, is it called apple or What is it called? Oh, those? the fritters. Yeah. Bro, <laughs> oh, those are so big. It's let's like, get on some, like,
0: sprinklers. Nah, I get old-fashioned. Old okay. fashioned, why are you all of a sudden? You know, yeah, you thought he was you know, gonna say no. sprinkles too, or what? Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, was, I, I thought he was gonna like say some like real sprinkles. Like I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I grew up, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I yeah, it was like I did. I used to get mad at my mom when she gave me
3: an old fashioned. I'm like, bro, what? Like, hey, I bro, want something with sprinkles. I'd be mad if that was all that was left. I was like, bro, nobody want that nasty ass looking ass donut? It just looked crazy, yeah. I used to hate the coffee bars. Oh, I love those now. No, I, I, don't I like
1: love them. Yeah, love see, them. I don't even know which one that is. Yeah, you that's look like you like, like chocolate like, like, sprinkles, dog. <laughs> like, nah, dude, nah, when I was a sorry. kid, yeah. yeah. Nah, <laughs> oh, nah, I'm about to yeah. say, let's look like it would be like more <laughs> like a bagel guy walking yeah. out of with the donut, like the bagel. instead of a, a donut. Yeah, yeah, bagel, bagel.
0: You walk in nah, the donut shop to get a bagel. No, not a bagel. No, it's like bagel shop. I go a muffin. Muffin, I like a muffin. too. too. I get a.
3: I usually get croissants. Usually whenever I go, to croissant.
2: Croissant. So You get a croissant, like a croissant sandwich. Yeah, like the, sandwich. You, have you tried the? Like,
3: yeah, no. There was, was this like, one spot oh. I used to go to, like mm. off Lincoln and not, and like I used to get that shit all the time. Like when I used to work the night shift, and I'd get off work at five thirty, and they're barely opening. I'd get it fresh. Like they'd have to make it like fresh for me. Oh, so. that's
2: good then. So you get fresh everything, man. The night shift sucks, huh? Well, you like to be honest. I does. prefer
3: it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So why does it suck? I just hated hated having to go to sleep when everyone was awake.
2: I feel that. Why did you? Why did you? Were did you enjoy it or were you okay with it?
3: It depended on um, the shift.
2: Ooh, okay, I see that.
3: <laughs> yeah, not because I where I used to work at when I did do the night mm-hmm. shift. It was like at a gas station, and it was like so. It was like a lot of crackheads.
0: Ooh.
2: So, I mean, so, uh,
3: sometimes it was kind of funny, like when it was happening, <laughs> like
2: on the other, other side of the side, street. But it was just like on your turf. You're like. Yeah, because I'm like, Damn. fuck,
3: bro. I'm not trying to call the cops, bro. And I'll go out there and be like, hey, someone's calling the cops. And they're like, oh, who? And I'm like, fuck. You know, like, saying it like it's the middle of the day, like, and, oh, nobody out there, bro. It's dark as fuck. They're just it's looking like,
2: at you. Did you call? No. Yeah, I'm like, no, nah, I'm, I'm out, out here cleaning, bro. I'm like, like, just, you know, cleaning. Like, no, I, no, I someone, got my headphones in. Though. Someone, the called, me, <laughs> someone <laughs> called me, told me they're calling the cops. So I don't know who. I'm
3: like, yeah, bro. Some other crackhead just drove by on his bike told me he called the cops. You're doing too much. He said you're burning out the spot
1: <laughs> yeah the recycling place is closed so uh, yeah, was, yeah. You, you know they right. really had to close it for a little bit bro, it was so fucking bad yeah what yeah because there's like
3: a recycling fucking center but fools would like either sneak up in there or fucking just like like when it was just closed? fucking trash it. yeah i don't know how the fuck they would get in there bro, but they would just fucking trash it for my, the most part. you know what
2: sucks oh, is like man. you want to have empathy but it's like like the other day like i was at ihop i mean in right there in fontana and it sucks because there's like four girls working and one dude and this dude you could tell he didn't want to do anything i i they should have stopped me from going to the restroom i go in the restroom and you just walk in i'm like it's like kind of like in here i'm like okay and then it just had a weird scent and i'm like okay i'm to use the restroom i just hear feet in the restroom the stall next to me. i'm like all right something's getting it. something's going on i'm gonna dip and all of a sudden you just see a you know, it wasn't a regular uh, lighter. It was a crackhead lighter. You know, the you know the old cheap ones or whatever. And then all of a sudden, you just see smoke go up in there, and I'm just like, "Oh damn, something's really going on in here." And it sucks because you know you wanna you wanna help, but then you see stuff like that, and it's like, "Damn, bro!" Like you really putting people at risk especially at where they work and you they want to you know do what's right for the customer and then you got three grown men you know who are probably not coherent at the moment just coming out of the restroom and i'm like damn this sucks it's crazy it's crazy out there man we're leaving some weird ass times
0: yeah bro yeah, okay.
3: fontana in ontario be kind of wild too bro. oh it's yeah like extreme out there
2: fontana bro. i didn't realize it so uh right there by the ontario mills off of a and the Ten, there's a i don't think it's a prison i know it's a jail so everybody who gets out at the jail like they always tell them if you head south or well, head west you know the population is just, it's intense like how many people that are homeless and you know how many of them are kind of giving them a bad rep in a sense because you know for whatever reason negative things just happen and it sucks because you know you go to la it's like you it's bad it's it's like it's coming to a point where it's like all right bro something needs to get done but it's just so tough because what can you do you know it's, yeah a lot it's, of those fools yeah, want to be there yeah that's I what i like that, like bro. they'd that's rather
1: just up smoke dope and not do anything yeah there.
2: Yeah, sometimes I want
1: to smoke. We did not do anything, but no, nah, I can't. But nah, I got responsibilities.
2: <laughs> we got responsibilities. We got bills to pay. Thanks, right, bro.
1: Last word. I got too many people that count on me, dog. That's
2: it's it's good. It's a blessing things. and a it's a blessing, but it's just it's a lot of work when you got people that, you know, that care about you. And I'm thankful, you know, I don't have any kids yet, so it's like cool. I mean, I got a dog at home, but I ain't got nothing, no other <laughs> responsibilities. So it makes everything that I'm doing a little bit easier. So kudos right. to you for like, you know, having to handle the responsibility of being that person who is like, uh, you know, cares for the other people. Because it's not easy, bro. That's the way the economy is and all that stuff right now. It's it's
1: yeah, tough out here. Shit is tough out here. But oh, we got to do it. You know what I mean? This is our this is a plan. This is a dream. This is a journey. This is Juice Podcast. Juice focus. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> There's Light that up. No. That was, cool. that down was down smooth. Down. Hey, that's a real. That's <laughs> what trying to make a promo. That's a. Yeah, that was a good. <laughs> yeah, like throwing up a laugh
3: to himself off the I fucking know. backboard.
1: Support uh, us at Juice Podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't look at the camera too. Down. He already knew yeah. what he was going oh, with, yeah, it, bro. Yeah. When, when, I, I, when I finished that that sentence, just at the on the screen, just put at the Juice Podcast at
2: the bottom. Ooh. Make it coming all like <laughs> slow and everything.
3: Just like slowly creeping on his face like he starts talking <laughs> about it. Or you'll just probably see his face go, go from like a small smile just to fucking ear to ear by the time he says
2: it, bro. That's hilarious, That's
1: hilarious man. Oh, but we also wanted to get into uh your photography. We know you do a lot of Yeah, man, I've been doing it, like it a
2: lot lately. It's been um it's been fun. I my cousin Danny let me borrow his A72. I always just felt like with the personal training business Especially with fitness right now, like you, you just need a nice quality content. You don't have to be doing stuff. I feel like the TikTok stuff and just the way the information is given, you don't need to be the brightest person in the room anymore to give the details out, which is kind of a good thing and a bad thing because you have people who shouldn't be giving out information, giving out information. You have a lot of people who are very gullible and naive and don't research it. So it's double-edged sword, but it's beautiful to give people the platform so with photography, it just came from borrowing a camera, knowing that if I have this camera, I could do something with my business. I could grow it because social media is king, apparently. So I started with that. Took photos of people in the gym. People liked it. They're like, "You got a high for this?" I'm like, "Oh, I got a high for this." Okay, let's keep doing it. I've actually shot a uh, took photo. No, I shouldn't say a shot. I took photos of the homie Psycho Sloth, who's from the I.E. at the Novo. No, no, no. no uh, with xavier wolf i forgot at what venue in la but it was like an actual like a full-on venue like a nice venue xavier wolf sold out the crowd so it was cool being on stage and just being in that environment the homie reggie levy and trippy bone i've took photos for them at the novo right by um by crypto arena shout out staples center so that was cool man so it was being it was interesting getting between the audience it was a very beautiful moment for myself it was I used to be that guy at the railing going crazy. I want to be that guy that people are going crazy for. Now I find myself taking photos of it all, and it was very um, meaningful to me just to know, like, okay, I'm not, I'm not where I was. I'm no longer that crazy fan, but I'm not that artist that the fans are going crazy kinda for. I'm kind of in the middle, yeah. And it kind of just made me realize, like, being in that in that slow, small gap. That's pretty cool that it's small. It's a step because you really get to see how these headlining artists are performing. And it's different. It's not, I mean, we're talking about photography. I'm sorry that I'm going with this. But, you know, seeing how they perform, it's it's a different game. So within photography lately, it's been just doing a lot of, I make uh, full-time content for a gym in Upland where I, uh, where I just came from called Fitness Underground. Ian's a great guy. He um, takes care of me started off making just 75 bucks a week with him to a point where it's like, I'm at that point where it's like, okay, cool. Like this is a steady enough income that it's, it's allowed me to do a lot, freed up my time because it's fun, man. It's, I pick any day. I want to go to the gym. It could be 30 minutes. If it's crowded, it could be two hours depending on it. Take my photos. He needs 10 photos. He needs four to five videos and it's, it's cool. It keeps me creative and it helps me highlight other people. And I like being able to do that, give other people their, shine in a sense and lately i've been doing a lot of i'll have my fifth graduation photo shoot for uh graduates from cal baptist university this saturday so it's been cool man you know doing stuff like that you know i I love working with graduates because it's such a meaningful moment for them and i love being able to help them you know some of them are um, not so comfortable and I love the fact that being a male my I predominantly have only shot female graduates and it it's a honestly that's a good thing because you know being a photographer especially this day and age especially around women it's it could you people dudes are stupid you know dudes are just stupid so just having that trust factor with the photos and knowing that people trust me to get their moment it's been fun I really do love taking photos it's fun it's uh, it's fun but I just public service announcement if you're at an event and there's a photographer there and he takes photos of you, don't hit him up that same night. Don't hit him up. It's it's annoying. Like I get it. You I get it. I get it. You you I was nice enough to volunteer my time to take photos and I get it. You want your photos, but man, like Give me like give give them some time you let know me let me get yeah. home I think we I think we I talked yeah, to you about this yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like you let me get yeah it, yeah I was like let me get home first let me you know do my thing let me even just import the photos first <laughs> and so it's it's annoying man but there are people like for artists if you want if you see a photographer there and you notice they're taking photos of it like be you know offer him twenty bucks or something man like you know not I'm not saying you have to you know. Just maybe five bucks or something, or at least, hey man, how you doing? Blah blah blah. I noticed that you know you took photos of me. Can I get your Instagram? And just go from there, like like your stuff. Don't just ask and ask because it's annoying you. I don't want to give you your photos. <laughs> so, yeah,
1: now I'm gonna remember your face just from like, so yeah. the fucking picture. Yeah, and then these are my photos. I'm posting them on my page. I Posting on my page. I ain't even gonna tag you. So oh, I was man, like, I'm gonna
3: it. say credit to me. It's a credit to me and me
2: only. And it's it's fun, you know, learning learning how to color grade into and just learning how shutter speed and ISO and just perspectives and points of view. So it's fun, especially I've, I've done a photo. Sh- well, a uh, recap for a semi-professional basketball team in San Bernardino. And it was fun just capturing like the, you could tell like which players were like really feeling themselves and just capturing the moments of just like that. Oh, like they, you know, they messed up heads down and, you know, you just can tell by the emotions of it. all. So it's a fun hobby. I mean, it's, it's needed for me, you know. Anywhere I go, it's just—I mean, look—we got three cameras right here. So, having a camera with me, especially a camera, because now I have a Sony A seven three. Just having that camera, it's been such a game changer, and just with technology, the ability to Wi Fi transfer stuff easily makes everything so convenient. So, media—it's been have—it's been fun, man. I enjoy it. I did. I went to New York. I had a it's a quick cool story because it's been a year since I went to New York. Um, I had a client where I was training and. She bought tickets to go for her best, not a, it was quote unquote best friend for a wedding. And she was like, oh, I want a photographer. I bought this ticket. I'm no longer with my boyfriend. It's been about a year since that. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, I'm just listening. She has this extra Coachella ticket, but she doesn't want to go. You know who to give it to. I'm her trainer. I'm like, okay, how long do you want to train with me for? I'm like, let's do this. Yeah, the plane ticket. You have the hotel. Everything's taken care of. And you want a photographer. How long are you going to be out there for it? I'll charge you this much to go with you. I Originally, I wasn't gonna help her. Like, I'm like, no, bro you're my homie. Like, I'm gonna help you pay for anything that I can. So, because of photography, like, got me a good deal to New York. So it was fun, man. So it's, <laughs> yeah, that's it's, cool, it was bro. fun. That's kind of cool, it's, bro. It's, it's a fun. I had fun in New York, man. Just, she was like, just can you just take your camera and just take photos? Of? Yeah, damn right. Cause like, I mean, on my resume, I could say I'm a travel photographer. Yeah, right. And you now, could really technically do. I could it, really so. technically say, and now I know, like, okay, cool. If I need to do it, like. I love being able to know that at the end of the day, I don't have, I, where I live, I rent a room. Uh, I don't have anything that if I leave today, you know, it's, I mean, I'm able to do that. So I always like ID, IDK posted on his Twitter. He's looking for a Coachella photographer. I'm like me, or like I have homies that, you know, like always tell me like, what if you had an opportunity to travel? Would you? Yeah. What do you mean travel? Yeah. Yeah, damn right. I mean, especially with music. I, what do I need? A studio monitor. I mean, my laptop, my my mic. Like I need every. I'm, my laptop works. My workstation. I'm able to go anywhere I need to go. So, it's been fun. It's a great field, and I feel like there's a a niche right now in the marketing for photographers, especially working for commercial real estate. So that's one thing I'm really trying to get into. It's just more who who has the money to really pay for what they need you know a lot of real estate agents need high quality stuff so it's like cool you you have you make you close whatever deal like you have big numbers so it's like what's a big number 15 percent of a big number oh cool i'll take 15 percent of a big number for some photos so learning how to work with certain markets but also at the same time like my artist friends like i don't charge them full price it's like at the end of the day it's like yo you got a show in la shoot me gas money because at the end of the day i'm an artist myself i'm helping you grow your business or your brand people see that i'm taking photos for them okay now like for instance season fest look at me look what happened because of all that it went from oh now i'm networking with this person okay now i got a beat because of this oh now i'm going to record some music video because of just volunteering time and so I think that's a cool thing, just networking and volunteering time with the photography. It's been fun. Hell
1: yeah. Yeah, man. Speaking about time, dude, how do you find time to do all this? You got a music I career. Make going time. I'm just kidding. Um, mm-hmm.
2: photo career going on. Like, I, like, be surprised. I just um I don't I really just submerge myself into everything that I do. Like I really don't leave the house unless I absolutely have to. Uh I've learned that sometimes not every opportunity is meant. For you, and learning how to say no to certain things. Like, don't get me wrong, man. Like, it's exhausting. It's tiring. It's long days. But I mean, think about it. Like, I'd rather do this, and I mean, anything else. Like, to me, you know, in my mind, I've already done something. I have made something of myself. Whatever comes during this experience is just a bonus to it all. So that's just how I see it, and it's fun. Don't get me wrong. Like, time, it's it's tough sometimes. Like, it's like it's stressful because at the end of the day, it's like you're not guaranteed. That's why I've learned, like, you less like I had a friend of my friend, or my cousin, have a friend want me to hire me for an event. I say, Hey, I need a deposit. You know, come the day of, ask for the deposit, didn't get anything. Two hours later, so, oh, I have to cancel. And I'm like, Bro, like, that was money that, you know, like, I need this money. But at the end of the day, like, shame on myself for being naive. And giving you the time of day to even not respond to my, hey, I need a deposit. So I learning that and learning to really just micromanage time. Like I, like I said, like I have everything I need in my house right now for my studio. And if I need to go somewhere, like I just make a phone call, go record music. But the majority of the time, I'm just really at the house, while not really doing much unless I have to be out. Because there's really, you know, especially just... I mean, I'm 31, man. So it's not like I'm 25 anymore when i 24 when I first started. like I was always every open mic, every weekend, every this. But now it's like, do I really? I'll go to open mic and Irene with Pomona Loud. I, was, I, was, I wanted to invite her, but she's working. But shout out, Irene. Hopefully you see this. And um, I'll go and support like that kind of thing. The homegirl, like, hey, show face. But now it's just learning to pick and choose when to go out. It's it's time. It's it's fun though. It's just setting my own schedule, the the luxury of that has really been the game changer for myself. Just
0: finding the time for it all. Damn, that's clutch. I wanna say you briefly talked about your two albums, bro. What's what's upcoming, bro? And then is there any growth? Do you feel like the growth is gonna show in your next project? Oh yeah. Project?
2: I'd most definitely. So I have. So there is three projects that I kind of have in line, but Noah James kind of switched my perspective and it makes sense. He's like, rather than trying to communicate, like they're, they're, the concept's already there. Everything's already there for the ideas of the next few projects. But he was like the same time, like, do you even have enough traction for that project to be listened to? It's crazy because like you know, I said, like you, we're listening to this and now more and more people are starting to listen to what was dropped in 2020, 2022. So it's like, cool. Like now I know more and more people are starting to listen. So now it's like I do want to drop more singles, a lot singles that lead up to projects, you know. So there's um, a what's going to be released. The last song you guys heard, that song is going to be released soon. Uh, The song with Speaks Geeks, Mr. Plow, that will probably be released around that time frame. And we have a, a couple tracks that we're working together. And I feel with his production value, it's going to be a very different approach to me. I even feel like my cadence rap style. I feel like I found what I've always knew I had. So I definitely feel like there's going to be growth to it. Like even just me hearing myself r- record rough takes, it's like, wow, dude, like you've really grown in this world. So I definitely feel there's going to be growth. But one thing I really want to hone in is actually visuals now. Because I, mm. I have one music video and I just want to just, even if it's like a quick, I mean, it's a visual at the end of the day, just put something out. And just because I, no one – you guys just heard a project that was dropped 2019. So it's 2020. So it's 2023. It's three years now. But it's to you guys, it's new. So I'm learning that even if it was dropped back then, it's technically new to people. But no, man. So a few couples, few singles coming up. I have a project that's called Believe Me, produced by uh producer named Believe. Believe me, actually, he was pretty cool, like I was like, okay, he says, but he has his producer tag on the beats says "Believe me so I was like, let's just call the project believe me and the the idea is me believing in my my ability to actually rap and bar out you know different cadences, different uh, rapper tunndras whatever you want to call it, different <coughs> cadences like that so I've, I'm excited for it, man it's just I think taking the name Nato to take over just really kind of just gave me that okay, you know like that shrug on my shoulder kind of feel like let's 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 run it. No man, I'm excited for the next music. It's going to be fun. Just more visuals and just trying to orchestrate how I want it to sound performance-wise. I always try to mm. think of like how how is this song going to sound in the studio version, but now how do I make this sound different for an actual live performance experience? So, trying to get more personalized with certain things now because, you know, I want to start getting to a point where certain music is going to be built from the ground up, like, you know, working with a producer again from from Ground Zero. Because Siamese, unfortunately, he moved out. He moved. He's in Texas now. And he kind of took oh, a Dan. big step back with his music career, which family stuff. So, I pray to God that that journey doesn't end with him. Because it's been. I mean, he's produced the majority of my work that you hear out on iTunes and Spotify. So, now I just want to, you know, challenge myself with finding different producers. Trying different sounds. And being okay with growth. Because growth is needed. Growth is definitely needed.
1: Definitely. Very, very nice. right. yeah Long base. you have yeah? yeah, be quiet yeah I man know. i was expecting you to say
2: something yeah. man <laughs> i'm like daniel I just over there just like
1: yeah, sometimes i'll well, say something but right now i got nothing man no oh, okay <laughs> nah, well so you
2: said you guys listen to all
1: of therapy
0: sessions right yeah what'd yeah.
2: you guys think about it it was good yeah okay i'll take that yeah, yeah, <laughs> oui it was good i like it
0: there's one thing i like uh my bad, You? Heard it. no, no, no. Nah, i was gonna say if there's something i like about it is um there's not a lot of choruses yeah
2: there's not i don't know so that
0: makes me want to like uh just like listen to because it it's like you probably to me just listening uh you probably just heard the beat and you're like i'm just gonna keep flowing so, yeah so yeah. even with that do you like take away from like you know, like your first thought, do you like sometimes believe everything you write is really good or is it sometimes is it just free flow in?
2: I used to think that, but then when I made Walking Dead, the first half was written, the second half, so it was a freestyle. Mm. And then just the way it just sounded, I was like, cool, like you could, that's fine, like start doing that. So I've learned that certain songs, I'll come up with an idea, like Birds in the Distance was written, then second half freestyle, just, and then, okay, let's listen to it. Okay, I'm gonna take this home. I like this flow, I like this cadence, but I don't like what I'm necessarily saying. So let's just take this and restructure because I have certain songs that that Believe Me project that I like I've, cause I've, this is
0: like insight to your writing process. It's cool.
2: Yeah, no, it's fun because I had the Believe Me pr- project that I'm gonna be produced pr- putting out soon. I've had those beats for like three years. Oh damn! In my mind, like yo, this is solidified. But then I go back and then I you know recite it or rehearse it. And I'm like, it's it's. For what this beat is it's i'm trying too much to be that poetic self so like learning how just to cut out words cut this out cut that out minimize what i'm trying to say because it's, it's like self-worth to me it's a lot that's going on in that song and this like you like you're right there's no course it's just a lot of just words so i'm learning that sometimes how do i get away from being so wordy and just develop into another songwriting but no a lot of it is just just writing or whatever mm-hmm. I feel like comes into play and just that's what I love to me
0: it's like it it, it has its negatives for as you say for like maybe like replay value mm-hmm. for like a, in, in, in the course you feel but I feel like as a new artist it kind of ultimately comes across more talented mm. and then also like more insight to how you just actually think rather yeah, I than feel like that. trying to create a song because mm-hmm. you can like i don't know maybe this is how i feel like you can kind of hear when somebody's trying to make a song or like mm. a hit and like it's formulated. yeah it's, it's a formulated. formula so there's a formula to me i can take more from an artist who mm. just kind of sometimes does do the free flowing because i know they can always get into the bag of song creating i feel like it's kind of hard on the opposite end for somebody who who just only tries to make songs mm-hmm. they, It like ultimately takes away from their free flow and thoughts. So I never thought that's about it. Like,
2: I, I never thought about it like that because it makes sense though, because, you know, I think having a chorus, like for birds in the distance, I felt like it was appropriate the beat the structure, the bridge was like dance, dance. I was like, cool. That's just that, that song worked walking dead. It works. Uh, But even Smoky smoking mirrors, it kind of worked, but a lot of the other music, it's just a lot of just, I don't, I don't like rules. I don't like boxes. Right. I don't want to have to be limited to my own. It's my, at the end of the day, it's my music. And if I like my music to have this free flow of train of thought, because to me, it's just a bunch of just, like you said, it's just me just literally thinking on paper. Mm-hmm. I mean, cause, but going forward, there are a lot more now. How do I really write this song? Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I think if I want to tap into that that market, of songwriting where you know like hey this is actually for radio this is for this and that like that's a you know that's the next challenge i want to get into because i want to be at that level not even just so much like the not quote-unquote quote, fame but just the ability like now i want to I want to be at that level to perform at those big venues, you know, the right. the Coachella's, the uh, State Crypto Arena, the Greek Theater, the Fonda, like those venues that I've seen my favorite artists. Like I want that for myself. So I know that it's good to have my own style of writing. Right. But also learn that at the same time, like I have to realize what is out there that what are a lot of people listening to? Like I love going to Coachella and I love people watching. What are the why does why is everybody going crazy for jivion why is everybody going crazy for bad bunny why is everybody going crazy for carol g you know like why is that well there's a reason you know their songwriting structure or is it just the way they write their music is it their visuals or is it just you know the way they're marketed because a lot of it comes down to like how you market it too and all that but songwriting's fun i i love it it's fun because it just i don't try to i don't try to bully myself into writing one specific way Mm. so it's just let it just be i feel like you can't overthink it you know like Mm -hmm. because i feel sometimes when you're overthinking it you're overcomplicating it you're you're ruining the 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 innocence of the creation Mm. trying to do too much with it but that was cool man thanks for that yeah Yeah. of
0: course man man
2: this has been a great episode
0: Yeah. yeah it's been really good bro like
2: we've been talking like since the moment. I mean, just yes. from the moment we, <laughs> yeah, walked, the moment we, we walked, sat down. Hey. I mean, you start recording as soon as we sat down, right? Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So there's yeah. a lot on this episode. Now, when you guys it invited is. me over, it's like, yeah,
1: damn, it's I'm at excited. Least an hour.
2: I like that. Yeah. Oh yeah,
0: that's clutch.
1: Yeah. yeah we're gonna have to get you back bro
2: oh let me know man this is fun i could talk i talk too much yeah I i'm
0: saying like we didn't even get into like the events you have been to you know like we, we like surface covered a lot of the stuff that you like gone to you know that's so, true i think even with that so yeah i, I know we can get a whole another episode whole, oh i'm like, down
2: man like i'm down concept. to whenever you guys want me back man like i'm down i feel like just i think honestly connecting with i need to i know for sure i got to connect with vista a lot more. I feel like just the OC. I feel like there's just Santa Ana. Just like I've I've performed a lot in L.A. And I just feel like for some reason Santa Ana just feels more of like an easier spot for me. Mm. A lot more laid back, I guess. Oh, yeah. L.A.'s fun, but everybody tries to be something. Mm-hmm. You know right. I mean? Yeah. Santa Ana, I was like, I'll oh, just walk in. I'm here.
1: Right. Yeah. That's no, a, lot, a lot of artists say that A lot of artists say it's that, fun out that here. They can be themselves In Orange County yeah.
0: It's like competitive appreciation Yeah Rather than like Belittling competitiveness yeah, yeah
1: I think Yeah
2: It is that Because you know It's At the end of the day Like it I just felt everybody Whether Subconsciously or not They all brought their aging For a reason Right You want to stand out Like mm-hmm. I want to stand out But then I saw everybody else Go after me And I'm like Yeah we can't We did our thing yeah. And it was a, It just some, makes it a good event It just makes it a good event Man It's yeah. like you want, I mean, there's a reason Vista picked, I mean, he said if he had friends who wanted to perform, I'm like, hell yeah, I'm down. And obviously if you're going to put me on the bill and I'm seeing who's around me, I'm like, no, you bring your A game. And plus it stands out and people want to see A game stuff. Yeah. No, man, it was it was fun. It was a great weekend. So hopefully he said he might get, he might get FTG again. So hopefully if he does, I'm going to be like, hey man, don't forget
1: about me. Yeah. For real, huh? <laughs> I I get you on the artist side and the photography side. Oh, no, yeah. for real. I'll try to get you at all
2: angles, man. Like, <laughs> uh, hey, if you
1: need a host, too,
2: man, I'm down to host. Uh, hosting's fun. But, yeah, it's a lot of work. But I'm down to host, too. So photographer, performer, host, whatever you need, just let me know. Get at me. I
1: love you heard it here, Vista. <laughs> right? Yeah, you know, at the show, I kept calling him Kid. <laughs>
2: no, yeah, I feel like, did that just organically happen? Like,
1: it did, because I, I started calling him Kid, like, having podcasts with him. Yeah? Yeah, because I was just, just telling him what's good, Kid. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird, because- And then like, at the show, I was like, hey, yo, Kid. I was like, bro, why am I calling this Kid? Well, it's <laughs> funny, because like, everybody just
2: called him Vista. I was like, because know I've known him as Kid Vista. So, yeah, everybody calls him Vista. Then well. Everybody just called like, him Vista, and I'm just like, I wonder if he's going to drop the Kid and just go by Vista. But it's cool, you know? It's, I like it.
0: Adult.
2: Adult Adult. Vista. Older Vista. Older Vista. O-V instead of O-G.
3: Why the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, that's fucked up, dog. I just said older. From
1: kid to old as fuck.
3: Uh, Or matured Vista.
1: (laughs) Shout out to Vista. Thank you for letting us go over. Yeah, Yeah, factual. Let us be there. Get some interviews. I'm going to be out soon. Facts. Thank you to take over coming down. Give oh, me man. time, bro. I appreciate it a great you guys. Conversation.
2: Thank you for having me. It's, it's a pleasure and an honor to be here. So thank you guys. Yeah, Looking you, forward buddy. to part two. Then apparently, Yay! yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah maybe man. next time yeah. we'll have like a table contest where we want to cover. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'd no, be going fine. crazy no. with conversations. <laughs> no, no, you're no, good, bro. bro. You're okay, good. good. Thank yeah, you. It's yeah, all been gentlemen, bro. It's a great conversation. Thank you to
1: everybody listening. We got our festival coming up July first. So be on the lookout for that. A little summertime fun. Okay. At the doll hut. It's gonna be a festival, three to midnight. Yeah, we're gonna have a we're gonna have shit popping.
2: Hey there. man, if you need somebody.
1: Yeah, I'll if some, go, if somebody man.
2: drops out, or you just I'm down.
1: For let sure.
2: Even if it just let me know, I'm down. Yeah.
1: Honestly, we need photography. I'm down because Isaac's gonna be doing interviews. We and Frankie, are doing interviews inside. Okay. So yeah, let me know. We we know need we'll somebody talk it taking up. Pictures. We'll chop it up. We'll chop it up. We'll make something happen. Yes. Oh, yeah. you heard of here, dog. <laughs> Networking at the channel. It's <laughs>
0: It's Juma. Frankie. you, Isaac. Take takeover.
2: takeover. And
0: we out. I oh, well, your socials, bro. Oh, Sorry. oh, yeah, Damn.
2: good idea. Um, <laughs> so you can find me on Instagram, Twitter. I do have a TikTok, but I don't know the name of it. Uh, Instagram, it's <laughs> underscore Takeover, without the e at the end, so it's O V R. And I think on Twitter, it's exactly the same thing. Uh, if you want to find my media page, it's Takeover Media Inc. on Instagram and on Twitter. Yeah man, if you need anything, just let me know. Thank you guys, I appreciate it. Nah, no, thank you, it you
0: really. Hey,
1: Peace.
0: Love. Go around the town. Up in my way. Up in my shit. Niggas be making the sound. Niggas don't wish where I'm from. Grind till we making it out. telling that fish. telling that fish. Look. Niggas grinding just a sign. I'ma go around the town. Up in my way.